we keep adding all of those innovation always with the same thought process. We need to make the life of the user easier. We need to make them better. We need to make the tools have more synergies on the task. And we're going to keep on that path of innovation for another 16 years, that's for sure. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Robot Industry Podcast. We're here live at the Automate 2023 show in Detroit, and I've got a special guest today, and he is the president of Canova out of Montreal. His name is Charles DeGuyer, and um, welcome to the podcast, Charles. Thank you very much, Jim. Happy to be here. Hey, listen, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, about how you got interested in robotics and, uh, and kind of why we're all here? Thank you. So I started Kinova 16 years ago, really out of passion of robots. And also, I really wanted to help my uncles that were power wheelchair users uh, with muscular dystrophy, losing capacity. And we were working on space robotic, you know, super amazing technology, sending robots in space. But at the same time, my uncles in a wheelchair could not grab a glass of water. So we put the two together and say, you know, if we can send robot to space, let's have a robot to help people here down on Earth. And this is how we started Kinova. Having a robot to be mounted on a wheelchair needed to be super safe, super agile, portable, and easy to use. Uh, so, so we started and we became a manufacturer of robot. And 16 years later, we never stopped. That's a great backstory, and it's one of the things that attracts me to the Canova brand as well, is knowing that you've come from a place of uh, purpose and love and all those kinds of things. So I think it's very, very uh, exciting. So some other people haven't heard about Canova, and you're located in Montreal. Uh, it's a bit of a robot innovation and automation hotspot. Yes, definitely. Montreal's been uh, out for robotic, and even when we started Canova, we, we have all of that great uh, pool of talent that was there, many universities in Montreal. but Again, it's, it's the combination of AI, the combination of you know, advanced industries like aerospace industries and the pharma and the healthcare, and now we have robotic, and you mix all of that together and you generate companies like Kinova. You know, we, we do half of our business in healthcare uh, robotics, surgical robot, assistive robot, and now we also have professional and industrial application. And it's all powered by this tremendous ecosystem and we export 96% of our revenues outside of Canada. So really, it's like a launch pad for us, Montreal. Yes, it'd be great. Maybe we'll have you on another podcast to talk about how we in Canada can start using more automation in our own factories and such. So innovation is very important to you. De definitely. It's been a core uh, to our company since the beginning. And you know, when we started working with people with severe disability, Robots are a tool for them. You know, we don't replace my uncle. We don't replace our users that are in the wheelchair. They use a robot as an extension of their body to be able to open door, grab a glass of water, serve themselves a meal. So it's all centered around a human using this amazing tool that is a robot. Now, to be efficient with the robot, no typical controller will do it. You need to constantly evolve, innovate, find new ways of controlling it, simplifying the life of the users. And when we got with surgeon using robots, it was the same think thinking process. You know, how can we make their life better? How can the less efforts do more? And this is where you get more AI. This is where you get more sensors. This is where you, you get 
more of the robot connecting with everything surrounded. So there's a lot of field of innovation, not just in the robot, like carbon fiber, robotic arms to be super lightweight, but in embedded controllers, in the type of sensors we're using, in the vision system that is uh, embedded in our system. We keep adding all of those innovation always with the same thought process. You know, we need to make the life of the user easier. We need to make them better. We need to make the tools have more synergies on the task. And we're gonna keep on that path of innovation for another 16 years, that's for sure. And you must be getting a lot of uh, feedback from your users, of course, who are using it every single day for their personal lives. And I'm, I'm assuming a lot of that comes into the industrial side of your business. Yeah, definitely. You know, we, we've built our industrial portfolio of solution on the back of everything we've learned in the medical, in the assistive, in the surgical. So, you know, we, we had to be safe from the get-go. We have six years old kids using our robots every day, going to schools. Uh, so safety for us always been, you know, number one priority. But then it needs to be reliable. In, in surgical, in operating room, people rely on it to do diagnostic of lung cancer. So reliability got, got there over the years. And now with the industrial, you know, we, we got more of a punch in our system. You know, you got the payload, you got the speed to really be efficient in the factory. You add to that the safety, the reliability we've been building over the years. And we really have a made in Canada robot that is outstanding today. That's great. Thank you for that. So we're here at an industrial trade show to show your collaborative Link 6 robot. Can you tell the audience a little bit about what Link 6 is and how it's different? Yeah, it's our first industrial robot that is a cobot. Uh, really can interact with people, collaborate, coexist with, with workers. So it stays in this mindset of Kinova, you know, developing tools. Uh, as I mentioned, it's made in Canada. Uh, robot, 6 kilo payload, the first version, can go up to 9 kilo. Uh, easily and you know a, a bit more speed than the average uh, cobot I would say of, of its competitors a bit more more range in its categories but more importantly it's really AI ready you know we were born and raised in Montreal so this this AI community has been driving us how can we transfer more data and have this arm future proof for the next eight to ten years and this is really how we've built it so this first arms that we're launching in the industrial is our fourth generation of robot and really capture the best of everything we've developed up to now. So we're seeing here some application for machine tending, for sanding. We're going to launch more of those applications this year in the coming years and really gonna see the engine, the innovation engine of Kinova pushing in industrial more aggressively every year. It's been um, increasingly interesting for me to see also the speed at which industries compared to medical can absorb innovation. And this is for us really a new domain, a new sector that is going to be driving a lot of growth. Because again, in the medical, they love innovation, but through certification, the process, and you want to make it good, you know, on human on the first time. So it's a slower process to get to market. In industrial, the appetite for innovation is outstanding. We love that. We love that we're getting challenged by our customers every day. We're get, getting challenged by our partners also to push the boundaries of what's possible with robots. And I think to increase adoption of robots in Canada and in North America, you know, it's not just the, the end users that need to educate themselves. It's us, the robotician, that need to develop easier to adopt solution, easier to deploy solution. And for that, I think Link6 is the perfect platform. 
That's great. Thank you for that. And you're manufacturing in North America, which is very rare for any robot manufacturers, despite even a collaborative robot manufacturer. How important is that total support, service, and manufacturing in North America? This is paramount to our offering. Made in Canada or manufacturing in North America is paramount for us. And it's really a key to all of the offerings that we want to to accelerate the deployment and the adoption of robot in North America and worldwide. So I think it was really necessary in the ecosystem to have more manufacturers that are based here in North America. And we play that role. So for medical, it was essential to be close of the innovation centers. And for industrial, I see the same. You know, we were going to help the partner develop solution that integrates robots and their solution. And we're gonna help educate the ecosystem because we have a big role to play each robotic company, each robotician, we need to build bridge with the users with different industry segment to allow them to adopt more robots. We all have the same challenge on labor shortage. We all have the same challenge on productivity. And you know, one, one good way to go for it is, yeah, making more babies. And I'm trying the, as best as I can on that, but building more robots here and allowing uh, you know, users and partners to interact directly with the development team, that's also what we offer. The manufacturing in North America is one big component, but the design and manufacturing in North America, having those teams that are developing the next generation robots here in Montreal, that you can come and meet them, they can fly to your place, they can drive to your place and meet you. This is an amazing uh, synergy that we're building with the ecosystem. One of the things that I think about manufacturing in North America is all about the service and support. Yeah. Right. That's to me, I think that's really interesting. And, and that's one of the thing, one of the challenges that you'll have to deal with at Canova, correct? Yeah, but I, I believe for us in our case, it's one of the greatest opportunity. You know, you have, you have the local design team, the local R&D team. We have over 100 engineers that are designing next generation robots in Montreal. So if you guys have challenge, you know, we have an R&D team specializing in developing the robot. Uh, we did some special configuration for the medical, the surgical industries, and we were able, you know, to start with the companies, uh, and it's public with Johnson and Johnson from the from the beginning to certification, FDA process, and now deploying those robots in, in hospital around the world. So, you know, we're we're not here for a quick sprint. We're we're here for the long run. And if there's complex project, you know, now you have a partner here in North America. And speaking of partnerships, and that's a good segue into my next question, is partnerships are really important to Canova. And even here in the booth, there's lots of technology partners that you're dealing with. Yeah, I really believe uh, for business development is, is developing those partnership relationships on the long term, as I said. Uh, we're, we're structured for that. We, this is how we, we want great success in the medical space. In both assistive and in the surgical uh, space, it's all through partnerships. So coming to the industrial you know, don't expect something very different from us. Uh, we're going with a deep partnership, long-term partnership, and you know, there's no, there's really no limit to how deep we can get in those partnership to create this value. And again, I hope for the ecosystem of robotic, not just in Montreal but in North America, that we we focus on building more of those partnerships. Where do you think the future of collaborative technologies will take us? Very interesting. Uh, Every year we get surprised by new application, new new indication of using the cobots. We we see a lot of potential also on things that are not robotized yet. Like cobots been entering in field like welding. There's been robotic in welding for over 50 years. Cobots still manage to find 
niche and segment and high growth potential uh, segment uh, in welding. So we get surprised in traditionally robotized field and we get surprised in in non-robotized field, like in agri-food industries. It's amazing what we're seeing every year in in the machine tending. Robots been able to, to do machine tending for CNC for decades, but deploying them to less than 100K per application, this is new. And this is thanks to Cobot. So it's not making it more accessible on the expertise level, not needing barriers and things like that, but on the price point per deployment, this is opening wide new industries that were not touched by robotic before, and it's much needed. One of the uh, interesting things about Canova and being in Montreal especially is talent attraction. And so you've got uh, just a lot of automation and robots company. So talent is not a problem because I think everybody wants to work for a robot company. Is that a challenge for you at all? We, we've been blessed in Montreal because there's a lot of uh, research center uh, around robotic. Many universities have specific robotic uh, courses. And we had for many years more labs about robotics than we actually had robotic company. Uh, so we have a very healthy funnel of talents. Uh, now I, I can understand that I'm telling everybody <laughs> and I, I might lose this advantage, but no, we have a very healthy pool of talent in robotic, not just in Montreal. We, we talk about, you know, around Waterloo, Toronto, even Calgary and Vancouver very healthy pool of talent in robotic to develop robots. What I think we need more and more also in Canada and the US is, you know, trade skills around deployment of robots, trade skill around maintenance of robots. Uh, those are going to be very important for the continent to catch back on its uh, late adoption of robot. Yes, I think Charles, that's a really good point about we need to make manufacturing interesting again for all of our young people. So I always encourage people to get involved in the robots industry, in electrical design, mechanical design. What are some of the areas that you're needing at Canova? Is it AI, uh, cameras, what? Yeah, so what we call, you know, perception. So the cameras, the sensors for torque, the sensors for proximity, uh, 2D and 3D type of cameras, but everything that is going to allow the robot to perceive everything that's around him. There's going to be a lot of development in that sector. We're we're at the infancy on that uh, on that space. And interestingly enough, the development of sensors for the cars that are driving themselves, you know, are lowering the cost of those sensors and of those perception technology. So I expect a lot of development in the coming years into perception around robots and robots that have enough computing power and it can manage a lot of data, like the Link Six, will be able to benefit from those. Uh, those heavy trends that are being having, you know, billions of dollars being invested uh, to them. So perception is going to be important. Uh, sensor fusion is going to be very important. And again, on the other side, very simple um, deployment of application as a solution. Really, we see a lot of a uh, solution uh, for for bin picking, a lot of solution for palletization, but our package in a ready to deploy mode. And this is very important. I, I, I don't, <laughs> it's so important to increase the adoption and to accelerate the deployment, to really reduce this price point and make it accessible, not just the robot, but the full solution around the robot as a ready to deploy uh, kit. Charles, thank you very much for coming to the podcast. It's great to meet you here in the Canova booth. Um, do you have any uh, hobbies or anything Then you're not uh, building surgical robots or building industrial robots? Uh, what do you like to do? Yeah, I, I 
play volleyball uh, for the last uh, 20 years and I still uh, able to play almost every week. And I also have four kids. So this is, I don't know if it's counted as a hobby, but <laughs> keep you busy. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, again, uh, if people want to find out more about Canova or reach out to you, uh, how can they uh, do that? Yeah, Canova.ca is the easiest one or LinkedIn. Uh, we're on LinkedIn very easily. Charles Aguirre uh, on LinkedIn. I'm happy to connect. If you're passionate about robots, if you think robots can help your industries or you need a more powerful tools than your end to do something, we can help you. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Our sponsor for this episode is Earhart Automation Systems. Earhart builds and commissions turnkey solutions for their worldwide clients. With over 80 years of precision manufacturing, they understand the complex world of robotics, automated manufacturing, and project management, delivering world-class custom automation on time and on budget. Contact one of their sales engineers to see what Earhart can build for you. And Earhart is spelled E-H-R-H-A-R-D-T. And their email address is info at earhartautomation.com. And I'd like to acknowledge A3, the Association for Advancing Automation. They are the leading automation trade association for robotics, vision and imaging, motion control and motors, and the industrial artificial intelligence technologies. Visit automate.org to learn more. And I'd like to thank Painted Robot. They build and integrate digital solutions. They're a web development firm that offers SEO, digital, and social marketing and can connect CRM and other ERP tools to unify marketing, sales, and operations. You can find them at paintedrobot.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with us at the Robot Industry Podcast, you can find me, Jim Beretta, on LinkedIn. And today's podcast was produced by Customer Attraction Industrial Marketing. And I'd like to thank Chris Gray for the music, Jeffrey Bremner for audio production, my business partner, Janet, and our sponsor, Earhart Automation Systems.